Carl, Chris, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Evening. Are you well? I'm good, you? Chris, you walked up here. I'm good, yes, thank you, Carl. Chris, you walked up here. Why did you I did. walk? I just fancied a walk, and I smoked on the way out, not quite. Uh, yeah. I see. It's been one of those... Uh, one of those mornings. Wars. Does that mean we're not going to get any sense out of you no, today? You'll, you'll get some sense out of me. <laughs> well, 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 let's be fair, when do you ever get sense yeah, out of me? That's a fair point. Oh, he's yeah. smoked. Yeah. That took a while there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and talk of the sense... I've got an issue with what's going on in the news at the moment. When do you not? Well, yeah, I'm I'm getting to that age now where I'm complaining about everything. The the news. Now I've always trusted the BBC because they they wouldn't they're like they're like that nice Mr. Trump. You know, they're reliable, they're honest, things you know where you are with them. I feel like you've got to do this joke all the way through the year now. <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah, Mr. Right. Trump. He's a nice guy. No, I was thinking of the BBC one, but oh. Well, I mean, we know like the Washington Post and the New York Times are full of shit, but this coronavirus kerfuffle, now I know we've mentioned the coronavirus before, but it's the way that they're reporting it is is bugging me. Now, it, it is a form of the flu, and there's about four or five or seven different corona, what happened to sex? Different coronaviruses. Um and this one, they haven't got a cure for or anything. But the way they're reporting the stats where they're saying, oh, one to 2% of people uh, will die. Um, and it's this, and they say, we haven't got a cure, and we're getting ready for a pandemic and everything. If they reported it the other way and said, 98 to 99% of people won't die, and you'll just have cold and flu symptoms, yep. you'd think, well, that's nearly everybody. Yeah. So nearly everybody will be fine. Let's not panic. But because of the way they report in these things, it, it makes it sound like you know, that's we're doomed. Sensationalism. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They do it all the time. I don't know what changed, but it's the same concept as news outlets just trying to get to a story first rather than doing research and trying to put forward something sensible. They'll hear a rumour or a whisper and then they'll just go straight to the front page with whatever it is. Oh, what's this? You've, uh, you've seemed to be cut off. Yeah, what happened there, Carl? I don't know what's going on. Am I back? You yeah, are. You're yeah, you're good now, man. I was gesturing with my hand and I hit the I hit the cable under my mic. That's <laughs> oh. the first. You suddenly went all distant. Yeah. But it's the same thing. And I think if... I mean, how many people a year does the flu kill? Probably more. Well, oh, well, a lot more. I have a lot more. Well, I read it was basically the same amount. Oh, I've the, heard the, this, this a lot more. This version of it is causing the same amount of deaths and it's the same so sort it's of no flu difference. symptoms. So really it's no different to ordinary flu. Yeah. Which is still dangerous and still kills people. You know how you said it was, what, 2% of people or whatever it was? One to two, yeah. One to two. Is that like, would you class that as fake news? Because if that's not true? I, I wouldn't class it as, as it fake is. news because it's true. But but it's the way it's being reported that I, I'm looking at. Is it. that it's any like, better than fake news? Then? It's, um, is that worse than fake news? Because you're giving the actual facts, but you're giving them in such a down way, people are automatically going to assume the I worst. I just don't think it's news. I don't think it needs this much coverage. Initially, they can say, yes, we found a new strain of the flu. It's called this. And then, you know, a couple of days later, right, we've done some investigation. It kills the same many people as flu every year. Same symptoms, although there's no cure for this particular strain at the moment. It just, you know, goes out to your body over time. There you go. End the news. No, but now it's, you know, someone's, the first Britain has died. You know, it's all over the media. Some bloke on a cruise in China got killed. I mean, I can't think of a more fitting place for a virus to spread in a <laughs> confined <laughs> environment with hundreds and hundreds of people. But, you know, there's no context to the guy that died. I don't know 
I tried to look this morning, I couldn't find his name. I couldn't find his name, his age. I'm going to move my hands away from this yeah. now. Couldn't find his name, his age, any previous issues with his health. It just, you know, it's a bloke that's died. It's, it's not enough information to go on, and people are panicking now because a Britain, a British person's died. But it doesn't mean anything without context to what his previous situation was. Well, yesterday I tried to get, because um, I've got antibacterial hand wash and stuff in the house. We've got it in work, I've got it in the house. Um, but I wanted the, you know, the little plastic bottles you can carry around with you. The hand yeah. sanitizer. The, the hand sanitizer gel. Yeah. Then, which yeah. sort of dries on its own and everything. Um, I tried to get some of that because I knew I had some there and I couldn't find it. For the life of me, I couldn't find it. I did find it in the end. After I went to seven shops and all seven shops didn't have any. All sold out. What, which seven shops did you go to? Asda's, Lidl's, oh, okay. Home Bargains, B&M's. People are panic buying, aren't they? Poundland, Wilkinson, and there was another one I can't remember, Tesco. Yeah, they are. People are literally panic buying. And yeah, that's what they said. They said, but but uh, and a, another friend of mine, Camp David, he said, well, yeah, he said, people are going over the top. They're overreacting. I said, well, they're not. They're only doing now what they should have been doing all along. Because you should be washing your bloody hands properly you know, and yeah. sanitizing. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. that. I said, but it's only now that they've reported all this in the news, and that's the best way to protect yourself before you're touching your face and shoveling food mm. in your gob, is to sanitize your hands and everything. Because people generally don't do it. They will after they've been to the loo, unless you're pissed, then you don't bother. Ah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I never, like, everyone waits for me because I'm washing my hands. Like, no one else washes their hands. And I just have a go at my mates for not washing their hands. Good. Even when I'm pissed, I'm like, wash your hands. Well, you'll fucking piss hands all over my hands. Don't like, <laughs> yeah. fucking wash your hands. I'd hate to think of what a toilet door looks like under a ultraviolet oh, light. Oh, yeah. After a night out. Yeah. The whole room would be just be one giant coronavirus. Well, the one in is bad enough. There's fucking signs on the door now. Well, I've seen them. Please now. leave the toilet in the state you found it in. I, I mean, I'll have to bleep that out now. Oh, did uh, I swear? Yeah. No, no, the company. Um, oh. <laughs> They should oh, get uh, those, um, you know, those ones in the hospital who you put on the wall and their foam and you just wipe yeah. your hands. You should get them. You should get them on, on the entrance of all the doors. At least then people have the option to do that. And hopefully they will take that option and do that. Well, apparently the hand dryers we use are germ magnets. Because if you... <coughs> I, I, I hear, yeah, I've heard the hand dryers in general are, mind you, because they, they, the dust, dust settles in it and then it kind of... Because if you smell that. some of them in our bathroom... Oh, in yeah. the company that we work for, <laughs> are there's a little drainage hole on the bottom right, I think, where yeah. all the water goes. That, that's not always the case. So you'll see pools of water underneath. Some of them stink. They've been there yeah, for a while. Yeah. They're stagnating. Couple that with all the germs from all the fucking cretins that work there as well. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 a germ haven, and these companies talk about how. People's health is invaluable to their service and their margin, etc. But you go into the bathroom, there's no fucking windows in there because it's a safety or security issue. Like some nutcase is going to climb through the window into the bogs. All right, maybe in Bajend. And then they've got things like that. They go for the cheapest options, which offer no health benefits to anyone. And there's no, there's no alcoholic gel in the bathrooms, I don't think. They're sporadically spread around the office. But the one place you'd want them, they're not yeah, there. So... True. They're not doing... But they'll send loads of emails out to you. Hmm. Do this, do that. Make sure you don't go to fucking Taiwan or Vietnam. They just don't actually help you know. us in 
the company. Yeah. 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 That's right. I noticed the email this week. I'm not allowed to go to Iran, South Korea, Singapore, yeah. Hong Kong, China, yeah. or Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Ireland cancelled the um, uh, Six Nations match for it. Uh, like, uh, Ireland yeah. were meant to go to Italy to play in the Six Nations, and, they, and Ireland actually cancelled saying we're not going to go. <sighs> it's fucking mad, man. So there's a, there's a game gone, basically. Because of the flu. Because of the flu. If it was Ebola it, or something like that, it's a different story. It, it's partially because of the flu. It's because the media have blown it way, way, way out of proportion. And everyone now is terrified that they're going to get to them when it's just the flu. Yeah, well, well I mean, the flu does kill people. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, take yeah, this yeah, yeah I, I get that. I, but I don't think this is any worse than a normal flu in how no. it affects people. I think the issue we got at the moment is we haven't got a cure for this one. No. Yet. But we don't technically have a cure. We just kind of give ourselves antibodies towards the, the flu. There is no cure to the flu, except the, 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 each time the strain goes through someone, it's like it, it, it um, mutates. So then the second time it goes to someone, it's going to be a different strain, but you can't ever catch that same strain again. So your body always builds up an antibody to it. So there's no technical actual um, cure for the flu. When I mean, you shouldn't theoretically take any medication for a normal cold or the flu or anything, because you just get used to the... The medicine over time, then, like people have yeah. antibiotic resistance, so they get an actual disease and they die because their body is so. Well, yeah, you say the last couple of times I've been to the doctors uh, and I said, Oh, my chest is a bit iffy. And they said, Right, it sounds like you've got the start of a chest infection. Now, I used to get chest infections years ago. I spoke to you before, Chris, yeah. about this. I used to get them every three months, guaranteed, every three months. You can set your watch by it. Um, but then I, I very rarely got them. Uh, my asthma went away. Um, but the last couple of times now, they said, right, we're not going to give you anything because we think you can fight this yourself. If yeah. it gets worse in a week's time, then come back and we'll give you something. But uh, and on all the occasions so far, it's it's gone. Yeah, it's well, I think that's sound here. advice. Whereas before, we would have been, yeah, take these for a week. And then, like you say, you build up this immunity to them and then they, th their effectiveness becomes less and less over time. This, this is, I, I don't like Dettel's adverts. I don't like them with it because at the end of the day, you need a certain amount of bad germs to, for your antibodies to help out. So there's no point of being super clean, like I mean sterile clean. And Dettel are the worst ones for it because I watched an advert ages ago where they had a piece of raw chicken and wiped the, the, the tops of the surfaces of the raw chicken saying, using, uh, using other uh, brands, this is it's like wash, washing with a, a raw chicken. Use Dettol, it kills off all germs. And you're like, well, that's completely different. They are complete. Of course, if you're going to rub chicken everywhere, it's going to cause germs. But you're that's stupid. Stupid advert. Oh, they're pandered to stupid people. They're the ones yeah. that are going out. I've seen on Shitbook the coronavirus emergency kits where people have got Beecham's hand sanitizers. It's just. It's like a normal medicine box, but people have gone over the top now because of this and the panic that it's causing. It's just... Fuck that, put a joint and some whiskey in there instead, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's all you need is a buck and a day off work, really, just to sweat it out <laughs> yeah. and you're good. Yeah, pretty much. And I mean, <clears throat> there's a difference between like, the common cold and the flu, so it's a little more serious than just you know your average sniffles. But, I mean, we don't know enough about it to know what specifically causes people to die, whether it's a confliction with something else, whether it attacks a particular part of your immune system. So, you know, it's whatever. I suppose if the people are already unwell get it, then 
like yeah if you've is. got a weakened immune system even the common cold can kill you yeah. it just destroys your body your body can't fight against it for but for the average person you know you just get sick for a couple of days and then you're right as rain and talking about bacteria and stuff i was watching um you you've seen the h3 podcast yeah i'm not sure you have chris um they had they were talking about an advert and they showed the advert on the podcast and i think it was burger king where they were saying about the the, the point of the advert was to say we don't put preservatives in our food yep. so what they did they had a camera looking at a burger and they filmed it over a couple of days and that's all you could see growing on it then was the mold so like after a couple of days day seven or whatever it was like this thing was covered in mold all the bread all the, all the meat and everything was all mold and he's saying see this is the benefits of why we don't use um, preservatives and stuff like that but they were saying the same as I thought, well, that's put me right off now. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to eat there now because if that's how the burgers are going to turn out. And I think that, that advert's going to backfire on them. Yeah, I, I can that. see the intent. Yeah. But we all know that when you go to a fast food restaurant and it's quiet, you're going to get food that's been sitting there for a while. They're not going to waste money. Yeah. Um, a lot of places have like a certain time limit. So in, the, in what one place I worked, it was... You could only have it under the heat lamp for like 10 minutes and then you'd have to get rid of it. Like, fuck, did they ever do that, though? If, if you've ever gone in the late at night, though, if you've ever gone there like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, they cook them fresh because they don't put anything on no. because they're not expecting that many no. people, apart from, you know, like in the middle of Bridgend where there's all the riders go where they need their chicken. But um, they keep <laughs> they keep everything in the fridge ready. So when you go through the restaurant, it's all cooked fresh and it comes out delivered fresh. Yeah, that's nice what they're thing. trying to purvey but every time I think of Burger King now I think of opening the wrapper and there's a mouldy burger there mm. rather than a fresh one they didn't need to say we don't use preservatives they didn't need to use that sort of imagery they it's could a have just bold, said it. bold statement yeah. it's probably going to backfire but it could potentially work but when you th- if you're really that concerned and you think about it and go well if I leave a McDonald's burger there for four days if I'm a scruffy bastard I can eat it after four days with a Burger King I can't yeah well, there is a burger somewhere, isn't it? Isn't it in Sweden or somewhere? They've got a McDonald's burger that's like years old, and it hasn't rotted at all. Nah. It's probably like, it's, it's got on display. Be, I think it's in a museum it's now. It's got to be in like some sort of airtight container, so it doesn't decay that quickly. Yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think. It, well, it might be now. It's behind glass. I think, yeah, I think but, it must be. Otherwise, it would have just like. But it, it was somebody's own one. They kept it, uh, and I think pretty sure now it's in the museum. Well, they've said this, this burger is like years old, so whatever I, preservatives they got in there, I did know I could use that. For, <laughs> Stop uh, me rotting. I don't know if it's still the case now, but it used to be. The only reason they put gherkins in a cheeseburger is because of the amount of sugar in it. It would be classed as a dessert. Really? Yeah, the burger would be classed as a dessert if it didn't have the gherkins in it. Where does all the sugar come from? Is that the additives they put in there? Yeah, it's preservatives and additives. Sugar is the best preservative and salt is the best preservative you can get. So they just put shit tons of it in. And if they hadn't, like I said, put gherkins on it, it would have had to be classed as a dessert because there's an amount amount of sugar in it. That's disgusting. Talking of food, we've just tried something. Ah, yes. We've just tried, dear listeners, the Greg's Vegan Steak Bake. Now... Obviously, you want to know my opinion, because mine's usually the correct one. Um, I wasn't too fussed on the pastry. I think that could have been cooked a bit more. But as for what was basically, I wouldn't call it steak. It was more of a mincemeat yeah. in, inside, more of a mince. Um, 
it was okay. It was okay. What did you think, Al? I think they captured the flavour of the gravy okay. The meat wasn't as stringy or tough as the meat that you would get if it was actual <laughs> steak. You get the, the toenail or the dregs or whatever it is, and it's, it's quite tough to eat. But that was actually quite nice. I agree with you on the pastry, though. I'm not a fan of soft pastry like that. I like it to be quite fluffy and flaky. Yeah, it was a bit flaky. Filled, it? it was a bit undercooked. But I don't know if that's the way that they cook them or that's just the batch that they did for that particular time of day. But all in all, it tasted exactly like a steak bake. And it, it was a lot easier to eat. It was a lot cleaner. There was yeah, no yeah. grease or anything That's like mass. that. Yeah, I was quite impressed. Chris? Uh, Carl seemed to sum it up pretty well there. So I'm just going to say it. it was nice. <laughs> Carl literally said everything. I had nothing more to add to it. <laughs> it wouldn't convert you me into a, a vegan. You a proper review of that then. <laughs> it wouldn't convert me into a vegan. But oh, no. It's, no, no. it's a nice alternative if you're looking for something. Or if you are a vegan and you do want to go to Greg's in a pinch. You know, it's nice to see that they've got options for them. They're trying at last. And I hate the people who are kind of having a go at everyone saying, why are you going? Why have you bent over and gone for all the vegan stuff? Well, have, well it's fucking business. The amount yeah, of money they made for, for yeah. the yeah, sausage yeah. roll, they're going, right, what, what other vegan products can yeah. we put in there to make a fortune of that? Not, I don't think they're taking anything else off their menu. They're just adding yeah, more no, shelf yeah. space for having quite, like a vegan Which is a good section, idea. A lot great. of companies aren't, well, they are now, I suppose. A lot more companies are doing it now, but yeah, it's I mean, taken far too long to get to the point of actually having vegan-friendly food. Tesco's and Asda are doing more now to put more <coughs> vegan stuff on their uh, Sorry, shelves. just remind me, Sainsbury's, their sugar-free monster is more expensive than their sugared monster, and I've never seen that. Not with the sugar tax. It's because right. they know people are trying to be healthy now, so they're jacking just, up, just the jack up the prices. On a sugar-free one, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't drink that stuff. I don't need the stimulation that it nah, provides. But uh, I don't like coffee, so this is my alternative. So um, so you've had a, a stimulant drink and a chilling smoke. Yeah, Don't they sort of counteract each other? or No, no, really. They work quite nicely together. It's like doing coke and then smoking weed. Yeah. That's an interesting one. It does seem a bit like, <laughs> I'm really annoyed, but I don't really care, to be sort honest. Sort of an upper and a downer. <laughs> no, it works, it works quite nicely. It levels it out. It's not too then, down. Then why bother? <laughs> it's an indulgence, I think. Just like it. If you were leveled out in the first place, why would you take one up, one down? To be on this level rather than the level I was on. <laughs> the caffeine will kick in now for a couple of hours and then the weed will kick in afterwards then. I'll need another one after that. <laughs> oh, God. But I wonder what they'll do next. They've got a variety of different things in Greg's sausage rolls and, and those being popular. Wouldn't surprise me if you start seeing vegan baguettes and baps that they do on the shelves and other things. It's well, we do like the Linda McCartney quarter pounded cheese mozzarella yes, things. They, they were really nice. They are delicious. For, yes, they are uh, really nice. For a thing. And I think they've uh, they nailed that there. Uh, uh, and Richard in work, Cadvile. He Cad was <laughs> <laughs> what? Cadvile. Oh, oh, they were taking a Mickey out of Pete uh, on Friday, weren't they? Where they were saying he looked like um, a, a gnome because of his beard coming down here uh, okay. point and everything. And then somebody else said he looked like Jerry Adams. Jerry Adams? <laughs> yeah, Sinn Fein. Sinn Fein leader. Fainian bastards. <laughs> no. Sinn Fein leader. Um, he said, well, you, if, well, it looks like Pete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so then, then he, Pete turned on and called him Cadvile. 
what Carvalho is. Yeah, he's like a Welsh monk detective thing, yeah. isn't he? It's because of the... Where, where'd you go? You know, I, I know there's no telly under the bridge. <laughs> you seem to have no idea what's going on in the world, Chris, these days. No, I don't. I've been watching Star Trek and that is literally all I've been watching. He's young enough to have missed those. He's just young enough to have yeah. sort of the uh, digital when, 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 what, what age was this? What, what, what time about, like, what year are we talking about? Mm, Carvalho was on until recently, wasn't it? I think it started in the 90s, maybe. I remember watching it as a fairly young kid, or at least my parents yeah, yeah. would watch it. You know, it's been on for a while, though, yeah. when it's not on reruns and stuff. It's yeah, sort of like, yeah. I'm sure he was a monk detective. A monk detective, that sounds hilarious. We lived in a monastery and he would solve crimes, is that what Cadfile was? Yeah, or I never he... watched it. That sounds awful. It sounds like the most bo- well, one of the most boring shows ever. I would never, ever watch that show. It was all right. There's a reason why I've never heard of it is because I Look, actively avoided things like that. It's a guest appearance in it. That's a bit different. Yeah, you'd watch it straight away. That's a bit different. That's Seven of Nine. We've already established Seven of Nine. It's mainly because he's got the, you know, the balding head and the, the, and the hair <laughs> around the sides. That's why they were taking the piss. Friar Tuck, as he's also known. That's See, I know Friar Tuck. You should have led with Friar Tuck. <laughs> 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 Robin Hood Men in yeah. Tights Have you seen that? I Robin love Hood, Robin Hood Men in Tights <laughs> Hilarious I've seen that for a while I don't know no. That's a good film It's <laughs> <laughs> a really good film Anyway Cadvile Just, the just before thing. we go oh, from go Robin Hood Has anyone seen the newest Robin Hood? Ah Funny you should No 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 no. I've heard nothing but bad when things When was it out? Ah last year So it pretty much went straight <laughs> to Netflix It was out in the cinema for like two weeks And then went straight to Netflix Who plays Robin Hood? I cannot say his name properly. He's the Welsh guy, the main actor from Kingsman. Terror, Erginton, Terror, Terror. Oh, that guy, that, that guy. guy. Yeah. Can't say his fucking name at all. I'll never try anymore. Uh, he's good, yeah. he is. Yeah, he's uh, good, but apparently the film is terrible. Like, uh, I mean, really bad. Is it Robin Hood with a modern twist where he's doing parkour and yeah. flips and ninja moves? Yeah. yeah. That's apparently Oh, all is it? Yeah. I might watch that then. I might watch that, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Steals from the poor, gives to the rich, stupid bitch. <laughs> it's like Spider Taff. <laughs> yeah. Cat Vital. So, anyway, Richard had the. On Thursday, he had the, the vegetarian curry and said it was very nice. And I said, Well, I've had the vegetarian curry there before now because it looked nicer than the meaty curry. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I've seen. I think Steve had, could have been last Thursday actually. Yeah, Steve Thursday had it as well, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah the vegetarian curry, and it looks really nice. Yeah. And I think, see, they're making money from it. With something like a curry, I always think that if you took the meat out, you probably wouldn't notice much of a difference anyway. It would just be more of the textures, because yeah. the, the spices and the sauce and everything kind of works together with the meat and overpowers the meat slightly. You, unless it's like a chicken well, one. I mean, with, you went to India. Um, are the curries there traditionally without meat or do they have do they cater to a western audience by putting meat into the curries everything we had was um we had meat is i mean nearly everything nearly every food but and meal did, was chicken didn't they do it because they had bad meat so they did it so all the, with the spices and stuff would you wouldn't notice that it was bad meat so like curries and stuff but, but they cook with all spices anything anyway yeah I that's mean, what i mean that's why they started it, apparently is because they didn't have a very good quality of meats so they just used Whatever meat they could find, chucked loads of spices and stuff on it to make sure that you couldn't taste the meat. But what I what I found in India was uh, nothing was nothing was hot, no. as in you know, God, this is so hot, this curry. It was like everything was spicy and really tasty. 
But this hot nonsense is what they just do for the uh, you know the Western world. Got the, mm. You go over there. The you, bravado. Who yeah, wanna, yeah. You, you have a, a curry in India, and there was a few of us that came back, and we didn't buy a curry over here for months and months and months and months. It's not years, because it was like, it's not going to match yeah. what we've just eaten, Indian curries, in India. Mm. It's not just not going to match it. You That's know? fair. So you, you just go put off, and then, of course, eventually you give in, and you start eating Western curries. Yeah. Like a pizza in Italy. I want to try a pizza in Italy. I can imagine, yeah. It'd be very nice. Pizza, pasta, that type of thing. Well, it's the traditional method of making it as well. It's not... I don't know how many restaurants over here are traditional pizzerias where they make them from scratch. There's one in the Broadlands apparently really nice. Um, Woody's, is it? No? Uh, By a blank expression. Yeah, say you, I, I think I've seen it when I've yeah, been apparently there. They, they do like proper stone, stone oven baking. Oh, nice. And they, they, they make it fresh and everything's fresh. Yeah, I think the Olympic do as well, don't they? I'm not sure the Olympic do. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. They've probably got the um, the bases. frozen bases. Yeah. yeah. And then they just, yeah, I don't yeah, think cause they Yeah, because they take them. seconds yeah. to go through, don't they? Don't yeah. They? Literally just chuck cheese and chuck some stuff on there and put it in, you know. It's the same with Domino's. Domino's is... Yeah, they've got pre-chilled yeah. dough already. I had Domino's last night. See, Domino's is all right. right? I just think it's massively overpriced. Absolutely, for what it is, it's yeah. hugely overpriced, and I won't buy one. My my mate, every other weekend, so every two weeks on a Friday, um, he goes down and gets Domino's pizza now for his kids, and he's one of my housemates, and his kids come over, only little, uh, but of course, if you collect, it's it's two for one. Yeah, it's dirt cheap. So he usually sends me a WhatsApp and says, "I'm on my way back, got spare pizza." <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> if it's free, yeah. I, I've been having pizza a couple of times now on uh, uh, on nice. a Friday, free pizza, and it, it, it's okay. But when you compare it to the like the one you can get into an, in Asda for a fraction of the price, they taste the same. Like, you know, how do you justify charging so I, much? And I guess the way they justify it is because people will pay it. Yeah, I agree. It's too much, but I can't agree that it tastes the same as a pizza from from um, Asda or something like that. It, a made a pre-made pizza for you like that is always going to be nicer than what your oven makes because your oven is not as good as their ovens to make a pizza as good as do you see what I mean? And so that it's the, just heat. Yeah, but the cooking has a lot to do with it as well. If you mess up on the cooking, the, then the pizza is not going to be as nice as it would be if the cooking was good. It's just that's not heat. just it heat. Just the heat. oven has a lot more than that. I mean, you try and bake a cake. What else does it oven. do? Try and bake a cake in an electric oven and it's shit. You get a shit cake. If you do it in a gas oven, you get a uh, fire oven, sorry, fan oven, you get a nice one. So what other settings could you adjust on your cooker then? Oh, shall I turn the heat up? I don't know. I'll turn the humour up today. I fancy a fucking good laugh. Yes, oh, okay, and it's I a agree. bit dark in here as well, actually. I'll turn the lighting up. Hmm, blue would be nice. That's quite relaxing. <laughs> I've got a lovely, calm, relaxed, happy, cheerful comedy pizza. Well, I'm pretty sure you could. But it's get not cooked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can understand with a stone baked oven, you've got wood in there as well. So the the flavour of the wood, you can get like a smoky flavour from the wood, and it cooks the pizza at a certain amount. Yeah, but I mean, if you buy a pizza from Asda or wherever, you can sort of put your own toppings on there as well. You can go off yeah. and buy. Other I do. They do it for you, don't they? They yeah. do it yeah. at the counter where you. Can I do agree. They are very off. nice, but I. St- it's not going to be as nice as a pizza that's already... It's gone... It's been made a bit more better than... I'm sorry, the way they betterer. do it. Betterer. Yeah. yeah. And if it doesn't go pineapple on it, I'm not interested anyway. Love Hawaiian pizza. 
I thought. Have you tried? I thought you were going to say pineapple on a pizza. <laughs> chicken That's and mango. Said, uh, yeah. Chicken and mango pizzas from Aldi's in lovely. Mango on a pizza. You can't have fruit on a pizza. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Every pizza's got fruit on it. Tomato. That's my argument all along when people say you can't have fruit on a pizza. Fucking tomatoes are fruit. Yeah. It's the basis of a pizza. Yeah. So I won that one. He's going to say he won it anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He edited the video. Yeah. Yeah. I've still got that sound clip of Chris saying he's wrong. I, I will still have that somewhere saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wrong, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. The, that that was a regular one I need to cut out to because yeah. he, he <laughs> well fuck you yeah because you've said that in most yeah <laughs> can you have vegan pizzas then would it have to be some sort of dairy substituted cheese yeah you can you can get um, pizzas without cheese on them at all because um, my friend used to always order a Domino's with no cheese on it is that officially a pizza though or what is the definition of a pizza somebody this look it up is. I can look it up. I'm almost yeah, yeah. a grown-up. I got a phone. I'm sure it's just a base with a, a, a sauce base topping. Sauce. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say cheese, though. Cheese. Oh, we got, a, we got a message off Chris. Yeah. I'm early. Never thought I'd say that. Ha ha. Thanks. <laughs> I carry on, carry on. I'm looking up the definition of pizza. Cause it would have to be the cheese. That's, that's a minimum. You'd have a margarita pizza. Yeah, that's, you can't get anything less than a margarita pizza. Yeah. So it'd have to be cheese as well. It has to be... A, Pizza dough, sauce, and cheese. Has otherwise, to be. you might as well just get a loaf of bread, put some tin tomatoes. Do you it. just type in pizza? It's probably just going to give you pizza restaurants I, I did, and everything yeah, else. It's, it's come straight up with Domino's. Yeah, I thought Pizza Hut. Probably easier to put define pizza in. Yeah, it. or what? What is a pizza or something? Yeah. Oh, why well, yeah, look at this now? Look, that's just come up with an advert for Frankie and Benny's. They're closing stores everywhere. Are they good? I got no sympathy with them. I, I all right. Some people are going to be unemployed now, which is. You know, not not good, but Frankie and Benny's. We went there once. Fucking overpriced for what you yeah, get. Absolutely for for the the shit that you got. It, it's there's no reason for it to be the price it is. So of course they're gonna uh, yeah. they're gonna go out of business. Yeah, I suppose actually the only time I ever went there is if it was got half price. The only novelty is they do some American sodas and American options. And the hot dogs are nice as well. So you can't get many hot places that do hot dogs like that. It's like the soda it's float where they put ice cream in the Coke. I can't miss Ed's, but Ed's was quite overpriced as well. But every now and yeah. again, you could get some nice, really bad food. Like burgers were nice there, and you can get... What did we have? We had, was that Ed's American Diner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I complained we, about that as well, and I had a voucher, which I never used. I remember you saying about that. Yeah, I we remember had that. sweet potato fries, cheese, and bacon. It was delicious. It was such a nice meal. That's so nice. I found yeah. the definition, right? Got Pizza. Noun. A dish of Italian origin consisting of a flat round base of dough baked with a topping of tomatoes and cheese, typically with added meat, fish or vegetables. So it is cheese though. So it's, yeah. yeah it's the so cheese it's, included. It's not a pizza. It, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a base with tomatoes and cheese and then whatever you want on top of that, including pineapple. So yeah, if he hasn't got cheese, not a pizza, I'm afraid. That's fine. My Did he have bottom. toppings? It's just tomatoes on toast. On the bit, on the yeah, tomato face. Basically it is. It is. Yeah. It's tomato sauce on toast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, was he I, lactose intolerant or he just didn't like just cheese? didn't like cheese. But the thing is, I didn't understand this. Freak. He didn't like any sort of cheese. Cheese has got such a wide range. He won't even try a cheesecake, which hasn't that doesn't even taste like cheese. No. He won't try a cheesecake because it's got cheese in it. If it's got cheese in the word, he won't try it. Which is just bonkers to me because there's so many different types of cheese. Halloumi is lovely. I made a lush Stilton sauce the other day. You did? I did, from scratch. Scratch, how do you manage that from where you are? 
with a little camping stove and one pot. Old oil drums with a <laughs> fire going. And I'm a bit more modern than that. His fellow it? homeless with old gunner drums. This was a gas one, isn't it? <laughs> um, been stealing booty. <laughs> but no, yeah, I actually made one from scratch. It was delicious as well. Bloody hell. I'm getting good at these sauces. I make quite a few now. Well, if I, if, all these sauces, I always buy the um, the powdered mix. Ah, no. I got cheese sauce and milk. parsley sauce and butter, milk, curry flour. sauce. Do you actually use Tilton cheese? Yeah, yeah, I use it all. Parsley sauce, I've done it with. My parsley sauce first attempt was really thick but tasty. Like really further thick. thick sauces. Yeah, I, this is one lump or two thick. Okay. Yeah. I run out of milk. The Stilton's quite overpowering. I love cheese that smells like God knows what. Yeah. It's Stilton's quite overpowering. Oh, I love it. On, on some steak, it's gorgeous. And yeah, cheese in, in, a, in a burger as well. Black and blue burger. It's good as well with bacon. I'm really hungry now. We've this is why we can never be vegan. No. Because <laughs> burgers <laughs> exist. So true. And bacon. I don't think they could quite quite capture that taste. You can capture the taste of a normal burger, but when it comes to the additives like bacon, cheese sauce, I've tried, I don't think I've ever tried a sauce that's dairy-free. I've had dairy-free milk, like almond milk. Oh, it's like, where the f- how do they make almond milk? It's got to just be water from the <laughs> nut, because it ain't got no titties. And then you've got other things that they call milk, which can't be milk, because it's not dairy. <laughs> So where does it? Where does the milk come well, from? Well, you say that that almond milk is only got. It's like a tiny percentage, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tiny percentage of something that's from the al- <laughs> al- albums from the almonds in the milk. So I don't know what the basis of the milk is. Yeah, whether it's like a cow's milk with a little bit of nut. No, there's in no, it. There can't be any cow's milk in there at all because it's well, vegan. See, no, I'll have to look that up as well. Now it's just it, nut water. Yeah, it's just cr- it's like pressurized and then crushed. Well, crushed then pressurized then. Crushed again and until till it's like nothing, and then I'm all sure the juices rice come water up. is literally the water that drains from the rice. Yeah. After you've you know soaked it. Yeah, because it's just gonna be full of well, quite high in protein that water. Oh, it looks minging. It does look rough. I don't think I'd ever want to be on a diet where rice water is a core part of it. Other than that part there, I'm thinking this podcast is probably the tastiest it's ever sounded. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got almond here, right? Almond milk. Almond milk is a plant milk manufactured from almonds. Well, duh. With a creamy texture and nutty flavour. Although some types of brands are flavoured in imitation of dairy milk. So it does say it's a plant milk, so in theory it all comes from... Yeah, it can't, yeah, yeah. they can't advertise it as being non-cow milk and then put cow milk in it. Well, I thought, I mean, if you've seen Super Size Me 2... That's that's the point of yeah. what Morgan Spurlock is saying is that you know they're advertising all this stuff when it's complete bollocks what they're saying. Although it's true, like he was saying about his chickens, when he was saying they're free range, um, they've got no steroids in them. When effectively you can't put steroids into chickens anyway. So you're saying that, you know, they haven't got steroids. Well, they're not supposed to have steroids. Yeah. But you're advertising it as a good thing, although yours is special and better than everybody else's. Because at one point it probably was the case. And the whole free range thing as well. Did you ever see Super, Super Size Me Too? I've only seen the first one. He his own chicken farm, opens his own chicken restaurant. I need to watch that. Yeah, you should watch it. It's good. It's good. It's entertaining. Because he does the whole thing. I mean, he goes and gets baby chicks himself and they throw them about all over the place like as if they're just toys. Um, and then the whole, he said, right, we've got to do um, 
free range. You, I want to be able to advertise them in my new restaurant as free range. So how do we do it? Well, they've got to uh, they've got to spend a certain amount of the day with access to the outside. So all they did was like the barn doors, the chicken shed doors. I say chicken shed. This thing's huge because there's thousands of chickens in there. It is a big barn. Um, all they did was put a bit of a you know like a bow window on a house. They put a, a fence going out from the doors, just bowing out a bit. So if they wanted to, the chickens could go. Effectively, they were outside by a foot or two. Yeah, it's not much, is it? But half of them didn't bother because mm-hmm. you know, they, they weren't interested. Like, they didn't say, oh, what's going on out there? They, yeah. just, they were just weren't interested. So they had the option yeah. of effectively being outside in that they had no roof over their head, and that's all it was. That made them free-range chickens, which is nonsense because they were the same chickens. Yeah. It's just the doors were open. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, that's your point. But you should watch that uh, Super Size Me Too. It's uh, it's good. It's better than the first one, I think. I haven't watched the first one. It's the whole hassle. It's how they jack the prices up, isn't it? They, you pay a premium <clears throat> for what's considered to be a premium organic product. Yeah. When it's almost no different to that of something that's you know battery fed. And they 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 weren't calling the chicken fried cucumber. It was uh, surely every cucumber should be organic. In theory, why wouldn't it be? It's a vegetable that comes out of the ground. It should be organic. So why have you got organic like cucumber and regular cucumber? Does organic mean there's no pesticides? Yeah, it's yeah. Then they'll spray in so it. So why, uh, why? What's the point though? If it's exactly the same, what's the point? What's the point of what? What's the point of spraying it with pesticides if it's the same? Keep the pests off. Yeah, but if you get an organic one that doesn't have those pests on anyway, that, so what's the difference? You just die from some disease. <laughs> at least you're not dying from pesticides uh-huh. you're dying from natural causes so yeah that's so much better leeches, yeah. so leeches. either way it doesn't matter which cucumber I eat I'm going to die yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you die from a chemical or some sort of natural disease from the mites or whatever that you yeah, okay. but that's more that's natural because it's from it's, yeah, so earth, so it doesn't matter so just don't eat cucumbers is that what you're saying just stick, stick yeah, well just... they're pointless anyway <laughs> yeah. I've always like got eight percent cu- water. Yeah, yeah, I've always it's got like cucumbers lettuce. in the fridge, and I do eat a lot of cucumber. And every time I slice in cucumber, I'm thinking, "What's the point of this?" Just turn <laughs> the tap on. There you go, it's cucumber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I'm making a cheese ham cucumber and tomato sandwich, this is really the tastiest podcast we've ever done. I'm yeah. loving it. You just, well, you just fancy that right now, don't you? Che- cheese, ham, tomato, and cucumber sandwich. To be fair, I will possibly eat. a sprinkling of salt over the top as well. Ooh. It's a sprinkling. Oh, yeah, now I do, yeah. It takes the moisture out of them so the bread doesn't get too soggy. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is why I can't put tomato or cucumber on the sandwiches for work because I make them the day before and I put them in a container in a fridge. Ah, and I know, work, yeah, by the be... next day, the, the bread with the cucumber yeah. or tomato is going to be soggy. The bread integrity is gone. I hate that on burgers. When you're getting hopped at the end, no, the end of it and it's just like all the bun is just broken away because it's just yeah. terrible, terrible. I like burgers. Well, I'm going to knock it on the head now because that's been 39 minutes and we started off talking about the news and we ended up just talking about food all the way through well, it. all I can yeah. say is I'm fucking starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. That's really triggered my hunger. Uh, right, well, we'll come back and talk about something else in a minute. Ready for next week's podcast? Something really depressing to make the hunger go away. <laughs> Right, thank you both. Thank right, you. Cheers. Uh-